1: A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well,
3: we've got a new series after the Toronto Raptors Tie it up at two games apiece against the Boston Celtics, taking game four 100 to 93. I'm Sierra Goodwill, back with the whole crew Jimmy Toscano, Josue Pavone, and Bobby Manning. Guys, initially it looked like the Celtics were a little motivated from that game three heartbreaker, but as soon as the shots weren't falling, it seemed like they almost got disconnected as a group. And I frankly think that the Raptors out hustled them and out had more energy than them this entire game. What happened in this game for the Celtics to have such a poor showing and allow the Raptors to even this thing up?
2: Yeah, it was fairly (laughs) even. Go ahead, Josue. No, I was going to say, you, you sort of
1: just said, like, 80% of it. You know, I think it came down to effort. The offensive rebounding was a big one. Second-chance points, over 20 second-chance points for the Toronto Raptors. It seemed like the commentators noticed by, like, the second half. But I'm screaming at the TV by halftime. They, they gave up 15 by halftime, and it just kept going from there. And especially throughout the stretch, to that fourth quarter, when it was really important. The Celtics were probably one or two three-pointers away from really pulling close, which would have added a lot of much-needed pressure on Toronto. It seemed like Nick Nurse was sweating regardless. But, yeah, I mean, I give credit to Toronto Raptors for holding on that fourth quarter and for controlling the tempo and the, the the outcome of the game, for sure. But, again, I mean, the Celtics, the poor execution down the stretch offensively. I just, I don't think that the Celtics will continue to do that moving forward, but it really did them in on, on top of the offensive rebounding that they gave up.
2: Yeah, Celtics couldn't keep runs rolling. They got, I think their best run of the game was that semi-Ogele stretch, honestly. Fourth quarter Yikes. especially, no sign of any runs. Grant had a couple of rolls to the rim, but you see the Raptors stack it together with hustle plays, doing the little things, a Baca, a cut, a putback. You got Tice throwing it out of bounds for the Celtics, turnovers piling up, just all these miscues that kept them from continuing sustaining these runs. And Kyle Lowry, again, He wants this series, diving out of bounds, big shots, hustle plays, playing 40 minutes, and they keep stacking together, all these little things. He's playing well. Van Fleet's playing well. Pascal Siakam gets going in this game, and the Raptors just keep ticking toward being the team we know they can be.
4: I hate to say when I hate to say that player A wanted it more than player B because I don't think that's actually true. I think everyone wants it. You know, everyone wants to win the game, but it Larry did look it a little
2: bit more. It just a little
4: bit. Look like Lowry was playing to win harder than anybody on the Celtics was. And we've watched a lot of Celtics games this season. I would imagine we've between all of us, we've seen every game. Obviously, this had to be one of the most frustrating games of the season for them. Just the way that they played, the way that the lack of execution on offense. I thought guys were trying to play hero ball. They were shot chucking, um, driving to the hoop, head down, offensive fouls, turnovers, Bobby already mentioned a few. There just wasn't a player that was able to sort of lead the charge, not the figurative charge, lead the way. Plenty of the players out there were charging, um, but unfortunately they weren't <laughs> leading because whether it was Marcus Smart, whether it was Jalen Brown, those two guys gave you negative on offense and, and they, didn't do, they didn't do much on the defensive end tonight, or at least Jalen Brown didn't. And it was just one of those frustrating games. Now the Raptors have life, right? You were 0.5 seconds for being up 3-0. Now we're talking about a 2-2 series, and literally it can go either way. I'll tell you what, if the Celtics play like this again, they have no business advancing. But if they play more like the team that we saw in game one, which is their true identity, I still like the Celtics over the Raptors.
3: Well – I think one of the main uh, storylines for the Celtics in this game and the key contributor to their loss is the fact that Kemba Walker only took nine shots. And he said it after the game. He said that is completely unacceptable on his behalf. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's completely on Walker's shoulders to uh, accept the blame for only taking nine shots. Obviously, some of that is his fault. But the ball movement wasn't where it usually is. Is we've seen a lot of the Celtics overpassing this playoffs, and and that absolutely not the case tonight. Um, what happened there, and how do they make sure that your star point guard is getting more looks?
1: I think it's up to Kemba to sort of make that decision, right? I mean, he's been in this league long enough. He's an established name. He's an all-star point guard, and he's shown time and time again that he usually makes the right decisions. Uh, when it comes down to it I think uh, again we talked about it heading into this postseason like this whole thing is sort of an adjustment for Kemba right he's never had these sort of pieces next to him and it's a great thing you know it's a really good thing for someone like Kemba but also sometimes it can be you know tough to make those decisions and I think that a little bit of that happened I think he was torn between let's say let's get Jason Tatum going maybe we should try to keep getting Brown going he did uh, take a big three pointer that, that looked like it went like halfway through the hoop before it popped right back out. So that was unfortunate. Uh, really would have turned things around. Would have made it a one possession game. But yeah, I think it's up to Kemba, and I trust Kemba with that responsibility. And sure, he doesn't have a whole lot of postseason experience, but he's played a lot of basketball. He's been through a lot of tough games and grinded out wins. That I think he's the right guy for the job, and I'm not worried about it.
2: I really not. I'm gonna keep giving the Raptors credit because they deserve oh, it. Oh
4: God, <laughs> this freaking guy.
2: I thought, they, I thought they took a risk going to the system where they're changing their defense pretty much every possession. And you saw it in game three. The Celtics were right there because they weren't getting comfortable in their different defensive looks. But as they kept building, the Celtics are becoming the more uncomfortable team now, going against the box and one, the zone, the man, some possessions with the drop. So the Celtics never know what defense they're looking at any given time down the floor. So that adds to your hesitation, makes you less willing to attack directly because you don't know what's coming at you. And Sierra said the overpassing. We're starting to see more of that now in the game four. So that Raptors adjustment midway through the series to really just mix up their defensive looks, every possession has changed this big time.
4: Yeah, Kemba's right. I mean, he, as the point guard, I said this in the postgame show, he needs to give the game what it needs. He needs to know as the point guard what he needs to do to get his team going, right? He's the quarterback out there, and we've seen it. You know, all the great point guards, you know, they'll go through games where they might – maybe they don't need to score 25. Maybe they end up with 15 assists, right? But Kemba, he shot four of nine tonight. We don't even know if he was – on a night where everyone in the Celtics was cold, we don't even know if he was cold because he never took enough shots. He wasn't aggressive enough offensively Mm -hmm. in the second half. He needed to be, and he wasn't. And the Celtics were desperately searching for somebody – to hit shots and to score and get to the line and all those things. And to me, it felt like he needed to be more aggressive on that offensive end, especially coming off such a great game three that he had where he took over that game. We know he can do it. And the Celtics need, listen, the kids needed dad tonight and dad did not show up the way dad needed to show up.
3: Well, for all the rest of our Celtics coverage, you can find it on our website at clnsmedia.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Celtics All Access.
0: Sports are back, and when you are in the heat of competition in the NBA playoffs, you don't want anything slowing you down, even if it's some moisture down below, you want to clear out your lawn, well, Manscaped. Has found a new way to do that. That's the Lawnmower 3.0, the best hygiene tool for the modern man. And if you're like me, you like to keep it trimmed down low when you're in the heat of the competition, just for comfort. Or you got a big date, got anything that you could possibly need to trim your bush for. Go with the lawnmower at 3.0. You can even get the perfect package, which comes with all kinds of grooming necessities, as I said, for the modern man. So you get 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com. Use the code MAXWELL20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code MAXWELL20. Take your grooming game to the next level with Manscaped.
3: We've got a new series between the Toronto Raptors and Boston Celtics with it knotted at two. Now it's best two out of three. I'm Sierra Goodwill here with the whole crew, Jimmy Toscano, Josue Pavone, Bobby Manning, two and O star for the Celtics. Now the Raptors have gained the momentum game five set for Monday at 6:30. your predictions for whether or not the Celtics can now bounce back from the adversity that they're facing.
2: I think the Celtics are still going to lose this series. I said it coming in. Oh, this guy, man! I'm sticking with it. <laughs> the late game execution isn't there. The Raptors have been the better second half yeah, team in the last couple of game games. Not... Okay. All right. Game two, the <laughs> Raptors were incredibly close to it winning game two. Absolutely, this could be a three-one series to me because of the way these fourth you quarters have You wish it done. was. No, get, listen, to be 100% clear, I want the Celtics in the East Finals because I don't want to watch Miami-Toronto. That's not interesting to me. But the Celtics are in a bad spot right now. You guys have to contend that. They've lost momentum. Their offense has lost punch. And Toronto has only gotten better offensively, even though you don't want to contend that. I think they have. They've gotten more guys. Because
4: by default, how poor they were offensively to yep. start this series. Again, I, I picked the Celtics to win in seven to start. I said maybe in six. After I saw game one, I thought the Celtics were going to win four. Then they won game two. Yes, it was by the skin of their teeth. They did try to give it away, but they did go up 2-0. And they were 0. 0.5 seconds away from being up 3-0. So it's hard for me to go into full panic mode. If I'm a Celtics fan or if I'm in the Celtics, I'm still very confident in my ability to beat the Raptors because I've done it. I've, you know, I've been there, done that a few times now. Even going back to the bubble, uh, the regular season bubble game where they, where they uh, smoked them. I know Gordon Hayward was out there for that one. But the point I'm trying to make is, they're, they need to play their game, right? They can't beat themselves, which I feel that's what they've done over the last two games. If they play their game and if Kemba Walker can lead the way and he can be the leader that he is and get, and get his guys going early and Jalen Brown can compartmentalize and get whatever happened in game four out of his head so he's not pressing in game five, I think the Celtics can, can take game five and can eventually win the series.
1: Yeah, I think the pressure is definitely on the Celtics. I don't know if they're in trouble. I mean, they've sort of put themselves into this. I'm not saying that, not giving, not taking away credit from the Raptors, right? But what I mean by that is they're still controlling their own destiny. Like, we Mm -hmm. saw an offensive production from the Celtics that just wasn't like them. We haven't seen them. And in the past, history will tell us that they typically bounce back with the with a lot, you know, the following game. So I'm not too worried heading into this one. I still like the Celtics to win this series. But, you know, after game two or during the post-game show, I was talking to Jimmy and, and, and Bobby. I'm telling you guys, I'm like, listen, the Toronto Raptors, they're looking better and better after every game. Yep. Yeah, those two losses happened, but they were sort of in it. You know, one play here, one play there, things could have gone differently.
2: Say it with and me. No to. no more blowouts. There's not gonna and be any more That's
1: well, yeah, probably that's probably the case. No more blowouts. I think the could probably win by maybe twelve, thirteen, definitely not a blowout, but I think that's that's definitely in the in, in the cards. But what did I say though? I said look, I wouldn't be shocked if this thing if they tie this thing up. If Toronto comes out and wins two in a row because that's the kind of team they are. Nick Nurse talked about the guys that have come through the ranks of the NBA, guys like Pascal and Band Vliet, guys who, who spent so many days and, and months and years in the G League for this opportunity, what they went through last mm-hmm. year. I mean, these guys are, are emotional. They're gritty. Obviously, that's what we learned from Game 3, and we've known all along. Can that kind of grit and that sort of tenacity win an entire series? I don't believe that. I think it comes yeah. down to talent. The Celtics are flat out the better team. They have more talent. They have 320-plus point scores. They have three guys that can control the game and take over whenever – you know, if they have to. And we've seen all three of those guys do it throughout the postseason. So, again, listen, the three of those guys, offensively, the Celtics didn't look like themselves. That was sort of the part of the game that I was never concerned about heading into the series. Defensively, transition defense is still up to par. The Celtics have still been right there with the Raptors.
3: Before you get into that point, I want to – because you're leading into my next question, I want to quickly do around the horn one key to a Celtics win – in game five, I'm sure transition defense keeping it up, up to par is huge. But quickly, all of you guys, one key to a Celtics win in game five. Josue, we can start with you.
4: Uh,
1: offensive rebounding, limit those. You know, they're going to get those boards. That's just well, that's what they do. They're one of the better offensive teams in the league. But limit those uh, and, and limit the second-chance points. I, I, that's, that's a big one.
2: Marcus Smart it will be the reason they win or lose this series. He's the Hayward. He's taken the shots off the kickouts, and he's done a bad job with it the last two games. And now he's turned the ball over five and six times, respectively. Uh, that foul on the inbounds play where they gave up the technical was bad. He's not boxing out, to add to your point, Joe Sway, the way he usually does. This series is going to come down to Marcus Smart.
4: For me, it's composure. I think the Celtics lacked all composure in game four. They were erratic on offense. Driving to, driving to the basket with their head down, offensive fouls, um, turning the ball over, you know, countless awful turnovers. So they need to play – I said it. They need to just play Celtics basketball. Joe Sway just said they're the more talented team, right? So let the game come to you. Trust your shot. Trust your instincts. Trust that talent will win out, and don't beat yourself. Keep your composure out there. It's a, you know, it's, it's one game at a time. Don't let game three or game four affect game five. And I think the Celtics come out with a W.
3: It's Jason Tatum for me. I mean, he's not by any means had a bad series, but it's time for a superstar performance if he wants to be considered a superstar player on the stretch. He's got to show that he is one of the top ten players in this league, and he can carry a team to a deep playoff run. So let's see if Tatum shows up in a big way in game five. We'll have all your Celtics postseason coverage on our website at clnsmedia.com and on our YouTube channel at Celtics All Access.